before we get into this episode, this is being recorded via the web. So if the sound is a bit boom, boom, chicky, chicky, doom, then we would like to apologize. I hope you guys enjoy. Afrolit fam. What is good, Afrolit brothers and sisters? We are back again with another episode. 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 You about to say scenarios, were you? Scenario. You heard that. You heard that. I saw that. I felt it on the tip of like your lips. Scenarios. I know. That's our so other segment. This is, this is a segment. It's an episode. Um, and um, we have a special guest on today. You know what it is. You know when you hear that. The fire you know, uh, 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 I need I need to get my ululation on. The uh-huh. 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 Welcome. Welcome, my fellow country sister, Holly uh-huh. Irungu, in the uh-huh. Zoom Google Meet building. Uh-huh. Um, I love you. Yeah. In the Afro-Lit building, she is. Yeah. She's here. She's here. Yes. I mean, we are so excited and blessed to have you. I think, you know, the world, if not already, has oh seen my God. her, you know, her vision, has seen right. her photography. But, you know, sometimes it's nice to know the woman behind the camera. And I think yeah. she embodies the terminology art as activism and so we really right. wanted to just get you and take it back you know to dive deeper and understand yeah. you know the context of everything you do and why you do what you do so welcome welcome to Afrolit. oh my gosh what an intro thank you <laughs> <laughs> no pressure or anything yeah, yeah, it's you. all love. It is all love. You. Thank yeah. you, thank you. I feel it. I feel the love. I feel the energy through Google Meets. I do. Right. So I appreciate it. Yeah. So take us back to like the beginning. I want you, if you can, just share a bit more about your background. You know, I gave right. the gave the fam a little bit about knowing where you're from, but right. um yeah, I would just love to know like where you're from and you know where what set you rep in the US or where right. you've lived across the world. Just give the fam the insight. Okay, well, I mean, of course, from Nairobi, Kenya. Kenyan first. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 254. Yes, I 254. Uh, I didn't remember. <laughs> I mean, I, I've had a lot of codes in the U.S. I lived yeah. in a couple states now. I lived in 785, which is Kansas. Oh. I go three, which is Oregon. Oh. Um, I don't know what the codes for Arkansas and, and Virginia are, but also those things and i don't know what the code for brooklyn is but i'm also in brooklyn 718 yes 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 Yes. you're doing it it. and so did you spend most of your formative years here did you grow up in kenya like walk us through that journey too Oh, so, y'all, if I grew up in Kenya, I would be an athlete right now. I'd be a runner. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Sister, I'm running. running. Ah, I'd be running. running. Instead of taking right. pictures of these runners, I'd be a, one of them. <laughs> yeah. You'd be on the, on the gold medals. Oh, you my know, goodness. You'd be on those medals. Wow. I'm telling you. No, <laughs> uh, Rift Valley. Um, originally, I mean, so I yes, I'm from Nairobi, Kenya. Uh, mm-hmm. I moved to we moved to the states when I was four, year, about four years mm-hmm. old. Um, okay. like I was really young. I I don't even remember much. Um, mm-hmm. until you know, of course, when I went back later. Right. Yeah. Times. Now I've been back a few times now. Um, and so growing up in Kansas, you know, it was cool. It was cool because I grew up in a very traditional Kenyan home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yes. yeah, I, you can be far, but you're still, <laughs> you can, exactly. have your cuckoo yeah, and your oh, grandpa and everything. I'm speaking to them on the phone. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Wherever right. you are, you are still African first. Then okay. everything else. I mean, do y'all want some Yanyin Gugali? Like, what's up? Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. right. We are there. We are Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's you know, that's all I know uh, in terms mm-hmm. of food and you know, and a lot of the culture. First was that. Um, right. Obviously, when I got older, 
had friends, you know, you know, Americans, you know, that's what I also learned about different parts of culture within right. America. You know, it's one big melting pot and, you know, slowly mm -hmm. but surely I'm, you know, learning all about it. Um, and, you know, I mentioned in the intro of all the different codes I've lived in. And I think that has also really just helped me, you know, right. moving from place to place was hard at first, uh, really hard, but it just helped me, you know, gain an appreciation. And also just with the work I do, I, I have a mm -hmm. journalism background, um, you know, yeah. a photo background. And so with that, I mean, you have to be able to understand you know, people, you're providing yeah. a service to yeah. people and yeah. you have to understand and communicate with them and yeah. build trust with different communities. And, mm, you know, moving from, you know, place to place has helped me do that. We love that. So would you say, like, moving from place to place, being younger, that you were always, like, able to express your creativity or is this something that came on later or you know how has that changed from then to now you know that's a good question i mean for me you know back in kansas i was very involved within just like anything like student government uh yeah. i played sports i played basketball yeah. and volleyball okay uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that I, athlete was still there you know there was potential, but not, I want to say star. <laughs> I realized quickly I, I did not have what it took, you know. I'm telling you, I mean, for me, it was, you know, it was just different ways to get involved. My older yeah. sister, I kind of felt like we kind of competed with each other, at least I you know, try to compete with her because she was super involved as well. Mm. Um, and so I was like, Oh, she's doing that. I have to do that. So it was like it yeah. was kind of playful, like comp competition amongst each other. We just, mm -hmm. you know, just pushed each other to be better. Healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then up to my freshman, you know, I was there up to my freshman year of high school. After my freshman year of high school, uh, that's when my dad was like, oh, we're moving. I'm like, wait. Right. It really just hit me hard because, you know, it's like, you know, when you're young and you feel like you're invisible and you have all these things going on and yeah. that's all you know, like, you know, living right. in Kansas and Topeka and Lawrence, it was like, that's all I knew. It's like, right. I mean, you're comfortable course, in that space. Yeah, you're like, all, this is and you have your friends, you know, right. like, family. I mean, we, I mean, my mom's oldest at 12, so we often went to, like, Kansas City and St. Louis, where other family and friends are, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, even Chicago sometimes, and Texas, and right. so, like, I grew up around all these different places, and was able to do, like, a weekend trip to one place or whatever, yeah. um, and, you know, it's like, I knew, like, other things, I knew, like, I knew it was a big world out there, but I was just so comfortable in Kansas, because, like you said, that's all I knew, Right. Um, I couldn't even imagine leaving. I couldn't just like fathom that, um, especially mm -hmm. when I felt like I was like on top of the world kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, moving from Kansas to Oregon, we first, my first year was in Portland, Oregon. Um, half of my family moved there. So it was myself and my brother, my dad, uh -huh. the other half, my sister, and my mom stayed behind. Uh, Cause you know, oh, my, mom okay. needed, my mom needed to get a job first at or in Oregon, mm. uh, my dad's job relocated. And so, you know, in doing so, it's like, oh, I also moved away from like the people I was the closest to. Yeah. yeah. Well. Um, and so that was really hard. And so it was just a big culture shock and all because Oregon is a very predominantly white state. So, you know, there was that, this, the, the fact that it rains like, 90 percent of the year it feels Ooh, like she, i didn't know uh, that oh it's raining yeah i heard seattle yeah people call you know at my university uh like the counselors would say like if you have seasonal depression because of the lack of you know sun right <laughs> a lot of the students you know universities also university of oregon is also dubbed um university of california because <laughs> all the people in california come up to you know, yeah, they come to Oregon, um, and so it's a lot of Californians at Oregon, um, and they're not used to all the rain. I was gonna yeah. say, it never rains, especially in Southern California, right? No, you gotta take some vitamin D. 
I didn't understand the importance of vitamin D until I went to Canada and like, yo, when you don't have sun, you need that. It affects you. I didn't didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. You know, of course, like there were probably other factors as to why I didn't believe it. But like, yeah, (laughs) I did. I was like, yeah, we need to do this. But that's so interesting. And so like, how else did do you so with all of these experiences that you gained at such a young age and like Mm -hmm. these are your formative years you know do you feel like that's kind of what has sparked your creative side like when did you start to when did that start to take shape especially as a you know a journalism did you study journalism in school i'm like Mm -hmm. kind of making that assumption but i don't want to assume that no no i mean exactly all that led to what i'm doing now because you know if i did it so when i was in oregon my first year was terrible, very terrible, um, just just really hard. And then, right. so the second and now you're year, a freshman. Yeah, I was a freshman in Portland, and then the second year changed schools. So onto my second high school, uh-huh. uh, third high school. Wait, okay, let me do the math real quick. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. I only say I'm studying journalism, and not math and science. Okay, right. so, yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, but yeah, so Kansas one to one high school. Mm-hmm. Portland was my second high school, and my third high this school was your in Eugene. third high school. Wow, th- third high school now, so and you know each year was a different school. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you know, I, I just had a hard time in Portland. Yeah. Moved up to Eugene. High uh, wild then. too. Mm. It is. It's hard navigating. Yeah, yeah it's hard. It's hard very enough. hard. It's me, like girl. One of the hardest times in your life. I'm telling yes. you. Like high school, and then you went to three. Hey. Like just when you get comfortable, it's like now. It's like going. okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it takes time to kind of like develop those friendships and all those um tight links to people, and yeah. actually just stop being the new one. Like it's not fun. I know. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. Exactly that. I mean, and so you know. The third high school, um, by that time, my mom found a job in Eugene. So mm-hmm. going to her in Eugene, um, I went to Sheldon High School. Uh, and that was also a rough transition. And the mm-hmm. counselors there, you know, my counselors at um, the high school counselors, you know, recognized that. They saw, like, I was stuck and I needed something, like a creative mm-hmm. outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they suggested mm-hmm. your book. Um, yeah. And so that there is like my first exposure to like you know picking up a camera kind of thing uh storytelling uh i found so really i feel like having gone to school in africa i actually don't understand this concept like we didn't have counselors we didn't have no counselors oh yeah just navigate life as you do basically is you taking pictures of everyone is that it or for the yearbook right or creating yeah. the yearbook yeah yes. so yeah is it's it like, the creative process as well sorry yes. yeah no yeah ah. there's a lot of different creative aspects so there's ah. some people like design the yearbook others oh, oh. photos okay, others interviews bad. Oh, there's edit the yearbook. So yeah, there's yeah. a lot of different like creative roles within the yearbook that. team. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. You know that's so funny. That is so funny because like when I'm even I don't know if you've watched this show Blood and Water, Polly, yeah. but like I haven't. It's on my list. Yeah. Okay. So I won't Definitely I won't ruin it or anything. But it's like one of those things. Like you look at high school in you know in Africa, and I would like to assume like that kind of like different. yeah, right. it's so different. Like they're not given our any... yearbooks were just created. Yes. Just yeah. Created. They were pictures and the people made them we don't know who made them but someone did right you submitted you know i mean of course they had like the magazine club which like the students were we did have yeah different so it's like more like it's more like it's set up as a university than it is like a high school this is true you know what i mean because a lot of the stuff that you do um extracurricular stuff i mean is it's is set up really... it's very independent like you yes. choose what you want yes. there's no like counselor. yeah yeah no but that's so, so yeah. interesting, interesting the differences and the dynamics yeah no yeah, i mean that's a good point i never really thought about it like that um mm-hmm. yeah and so you know with that that's really when I, you know, at the time I was working at McDonald's as a cashier, you know, my high school job. Hey, get um, that. Get that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I love, like, this is why I do this because I feel like people, 
that you know you started at Times Square. You know what I mean? Like they're like, right, yes, right. Yes, they're on the journey. Yeah. That alone is a whole right. TED talk right there. Right, right. right. I was about that. I mean, people only see what you want them to see, you know. And so, right. I mean, true. me posting, oh, I'm I'm tired and I'm I'm going to, you know, drink some more coffee and da da da. Like no one wants, no one cares. Like no one really. No cares. one even. Cares. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. No one cares about the lead up to that point. But everybody has started right. somewhere, and everybody has yeah. put in hours. I mean, they always say it's like ten thousand hours kind of thing. Yep. Um, you know. And so trust me, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I bought my first camera with my McDonald's money, like, and you yeah. know, and so. Wow. wow, look at that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I bought, I just bought a camera and I bought a laptop. I was like, okay, I'm going to try this. You know, I just didn't, I did not know. I taught myself and uh, wow. you know, I talked some friends and family right. for a while and until I felt comfortable. Um, and then by the time I started college, you know, a year and a half later, I was feeling, you know, ready to do it some more. So I was like the go-to photographer a lot for a lot of the multicultural clubs on campus, oh. uh, super involved in campus. And, you know, oh. also just, you know, at that time, uh, you know, graduate photos and senior photos, all of that was extra income for me. It's like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I felt good enough to charge for so it was like a side hustle in college yeah, it was right. fun um and then i realized okay like you know i want to do this more I, by that time i felt like okay i'm, I'm a photographer i mm-hmm. noticed like yeah. one of the things i enjoy like i enjoyed going to concerts and photographing them mm-hmm. um i enjoyed you know taking fashion photos i enjoyed mm-hmm. just doing all, like you know my personal projects um yeah. and then unfortunately there was also things like Around that time, you know, there was Occupy Eugene, there was Ferguson. Mm. Uh, I documented a lot of that stuff uh, on campus, with mm. the different rallies and things like that. Um, and so, you know, at the, at the end of the day, it was just like, okay, this was like first for me was like a tool survival. It was, uh, you know, just a creative outlet that I needed. And right. then, it became, you know, something that I loved it, you know. No matter what I do or where I'll go, I'll always do something within that space. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll telling stories or taking photos. Right. Yes. Right. So, uh, it really did start there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, that's amazing. And I think, <laughs> you know, it's so interesting that you, you know, I'm seeing like the little kind of hints as to like, the steps that you're made then is like what's manifesting right now. now. Yes. And yes. it's like, yes. you know, you, exactly. you just mentioned that, you know, you were taking pictures of clubs of, you know, the multicultural clubs, but then also a lot of the active, yeah, the activism yeah. that's taking place on campus. So like with Ferguson, mm-hmm. you know, and with just all of the different work that you're doing. And so I guess mm-hmm. I wanted to see like, when did you decide to like merge the two together? Cause I know that, you know, you're a journalist, you work at NPR, all right. Okay. Like, she got it under her belt but it, i we also I see that. you as a photographer and like mm-hmm. you know you're doing new york fashion week you're doing the street style we're seeing your photos so like when did you because i know sometimes you know as creative sometimes we get to that crossroad and like the fact that you're now you know working within such a um you know streamlined corporation you know sometimes it's like the idea is oh let me dial back this creativity because i need mm. to be working in this space and need to be seen as one thing so when mm. did you decide that you want to be seen as like both things and really thriving and working in all of them oof lord okay. <laughs> i don't know that's a lot to unpack i mean for yeah. me you know for me it's more so of the the fact that all of it's hand in hand like i don't I mean, at first yeah. it was really hard, honestly. Yeah. Like balancing everything is really hard. You know, there's been points where mm-hmm. my photography was put on the back burner because I needed right. to learn how to write and write well. Right. Uh, so I focused on writing. I did a lot of freelance writing for a lot of different publications. You know, like Huff Post. Mm-hmm. You know, CNN I reports. I was just I was doing a lot of different things at the same mm-hmm. time, and so. I felt like, okay, I needed to focus on writing. So I focused on that. It didn't take that, that many photos that year. Um, and then it was like, okay, I realized how quickly, you know, social media would be, uh, you know, the next thing to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I joined Twitter and I, you know, focused on 
having a presence online, um, nice. and learning that, those skills. Um, and now that's what I get paid for. I get paid to, you know, tweet and yes. post on Facebook and things like that. Like, yes. okay, yes. Do, you know, you know, the memes have checks attached. <laughs> right. I like that. Yes. I like that. You know, yeah. it's not just what's his name, John. Who's the owner anyway? Who cares, owner of Twitter? But yeah, he ain't the only one making money off of Twitter. I'm done. You know? <laughs> like, Pong's up here getting something too. I love right. it. No, I mean, honestly, I get more gigs off of Twitter than Instagram. And it's funny because I'm a photographer. Wow. It, it is, oh, this is news to me. On Twitter, I always tell the people really? I love yes. Twitter. I, I love Twitter it. so much, I, I had to block it. it during working hours because <laughs> it was just getting too much. You know, I'm not on Polly's level I, yet, I you know? Hopefully. Like, that's where you get the bag. Twitter? Uh-uh, not anymore. No, no. Today. I am today. today. You know how I don't use my Twitter? Yeah. I know. It's about to change. About to <laughs> I, love it. I mean, I love it. I mean, at first, yes, of course. I, I mean, I'm not saying that because Instagram is not important. It, it right. is. They're Instagram, all important. They're yeah. all they are, they you, need are. A, you need a presence on all of them. Everywhere. Um, yeah. I think for me, just because I my also because you know what I do, my journalism background. Yeah. I, I value twitter more in some regards for that like you know i get something from each one so each yeah. one has a different purpose um and so for me i try to spend time on both at first instagram was everything but then i realized i need to learn twitter so twitter became everything right. and now i'm like spending time on both clearly um but you know i, don't know, I feel like it's just easier for me to like reach out to someone instantly and like filter yeah. out noise easier on twitter than on instagram mm. that's true that is so is true, true. Yeah. that is so true and i think you know you've been able to you know we because you showcase your work on instagram and even on your social feeds and i think that it's interesting that like you know the the primary thing isn't necessarily the fact that you are a journalist, but it's also just showcasing that you are someone who's like using these tools actively and like you know you right. see you're keeping a, your hand on the pulse. And so right. this yes. definitely stems into how you came across and were able to cultivate such an amazing community that is Black women photographers. Yeah. I know yes. that, like, right? I know that that may not have been, like, something. I mean, 2020 is not the year that any of us planned. And I'm probably, right. you know, this is probably, and I'd love to hear more just about, like, how this idea came to be. If this is something right. that you had been, you know, thinking about and, like, you know, ruminating on for a bit, but then you know, didn't necessarily think you had the time or like resources to do it? Or was it something that you knew that you had to start in the midst of everything? Right. No, so going back to Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually had a Twitter list uh, that I made in 2018 called Black Women Photographers. Um, I remember that, yeah. Um, and you know, for that was, I was just trying to find photographer. You know, anytime I saw a photographer, I'm, that passed my timeline i just added them to the list i just wanted to see that you know inspiration representation mm -hmm. um because you know i was living in oregon i would i did go to a pwi so i wasn't really exposed to that yeah. unless i went out of my way for it kind of thing um and so with that i mean two years later two and a half years later whatever um there, I tweeted out the Twitter list again, um, and this time I got like over 500 retweets. Uh -huh. And somebody was like, "Oh my God, you should turn this into a website." Uh, this fellow a photographer, she's African herself, um, and and I was like, "Okay, you know, sure." I didn't, I mean, I didn't know what I was thinking. I didn't know where it would go, kind of thing. Um, but I did want to make it into a database for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and so now it's kind of like worked into something much more it's really a community it's a global community um have several different countries in africa represented like uh -huh. have one woman in uh, japan a psycho japan wow. it's global now and it's so exciting um because you know i i said okay sure i'm gonna do something with this in june right um and then i did like a soft launch on my birthday, July 7th. Mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, I also, before that, I in between June and July, I was raising funds, a COVID-19 relief fund that 
uh, you know, hit over the 13,000 mark, you know. Yeah. yeah. My goal was only 7,000 because I wanted to soft launch, you know, on my birthday on 7-7. Seven, seven. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know. With, and then but with that, I mean, you know, the momentum has just been growing organically. It's been amazing. It's like just, you know, what started off as a Twitter list and me DMing them and just saying, hey, I put you on my list like a long time ago. Do you want to, you know, be a part of this database? Or, hey, can I interview mm -hmm. you? So now it's spiraled into something much more. Now, we, you know, right. some of us are on Slack and we talk to each other. I made a Slack for it. Wow. Yeah. I've done, like, a portfolio review. Yeah. A couple other workshops with some of the photographers. Uh, on that. Thursday, I'm doing my first public event. I'm bringing five black photographers together for a panel discussion um, about In their person? work. Uh, no, no, just online. In, uh, online and uh, on Zoom. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Photographers okay. are across the country, kind of thing. Have a couple cities mm -hmm. represented. Okay, um, and they're talking. Yeah, we'll about definitely papers. link that. You know, say, yeah. is it going to be recorded so yes, that can link yes, back to yes. it? Awesome. Okay, yeah, for sure. Yes. That would be amazing. Uh, yeah, they're they've been capturing you know the uprising in their respective cities, and so bringing them to together for a conversation about their work. Um, how they're mentally taking care of themselves and just mm -hmm. however they're feeling, really. Uh -huh. um, and I'm excited about that because, you know, it's in collaboration with, you know, Adobe Lightroom. And it also goes back wow. to... Wow, love it. Yes, yeah. it goes back to college because when I was in college, I was uh, a student, a, a rep for uh, Adobe. I was a campus rep. And now, look, I'm doing a, an event with them. Oh, so it's really crazy. Love like, you know, that. you never know, like... Yeah. Where your yeah. small tips may take you um, yeah. are important. And so and yeah. so it's just, you know, it's just a representation of, you know, like, you know, the seeds you plant and like you said yeah. earlier, manifesting and, this, you yeah. know, you just uh -huh. you water those seeds and they'll you keep watering. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and so wow. very excited about that one. Um, you know, since then, I'll have also I pitched a, a a collaboration with Visco. I saw they were doing a, uh -huh. a Black Matters campaign. And oh, I was like, wow. hey, y'all are doing this campaign that yeah. I, you know, I truly believe in. I know these women, a part yeah. of this group, believe in. Can we, you know, contribute to it on an official basis? And they mm -hmm. said yes. Um, wow. Got a couple of the photographers shared, you know, have their folk their photos of Black Joy, you mm -hmm. know. Amplified by Visco and Visco on Instagram alone has 4.2 million followers. You know, it's not because of the following, but it's also because you know they can say, I contributed to this campaign for this brand, like they can actually right. think that now. Uh -huh. um, they can, you know, put that on their resume or whatever the case may be. So it's like incremental small steps. Yeah. Um, you know, with the goal that eventually, you know, with all this exposure, with all this like buzz or whatever you want to call it, right. uh, people, you know, now are listening to, you know, what we've been doing and what we've been saying yeah. for a while. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, some of these folks are getting their bags, their checks. Right, right. <laughs> that's, that's what we want to hear. Like, I mean, that's the goal is hopefully people get hired. I mean, right now it's a hard time for anyone and everyone. everyone. Uh, a lot of these brands do not have the money, but, you know, I, some of them, some of them can just look deep. <laughs> just so they got the money. Right. <laughs> you know, you know they have the money. So they can find it. They can find the money. They can find the money. And so yeah, you know, I think I'm, I'm trying to help them find the money. For <laughs> 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 these photographers, I really am. Yeah. You know, if not now, then at least, you know, a couple months from now when hopefully things get better. Yeah. Um, that these photographers will be in their mind for, you know, future right. campaigns, future mm -hmm. assignments, whatever the case may be. Right. Yeah. No, wow. that's, that's good. That's good. Yeah, stuff. That Honestly, is amazing. That is, that is amazing. And I feel like um, the idea of staying persistent and staying continuous and just keeping it going, like even when no one's watching, that's, it, that's, that that's how you the get energy. Line you're supposed to be. Doing right. the best work is when, right. when no one's watching, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Always watching. Somebody's always watching. Yeah. Uh, yeah. True. True. There's always going to be an audience, whether it's mm -hmm. big or small. There will be somebody who will see it and recognize it and relate to it. 
And um, speaking of like taking steps to gradually get there, it's mm-hmm. hard. It's really hard. If we're being honest, it's it not is. easy. And sometimes you just feel um, not as encouraged. Not exactly. As encouraged because you're, you're not seeing, quote unquote, the results of your hard work immediately. Because right. it's not immediate. It takes and the, time. And the problem so, with, you know, social media is because we're yeah. so instant, you know, it's an instant gratification world. Right. Right. Microwave generation. I'm telling you, you know, right. you see somebody go viral and you think that that's resulting into whatever. I, I know plenty of people who have many more followers than me and, you know, they do right. not. And even the even celebrity, uh, the artist, no name, she tweeted, my 500,000 followers does not equal $500,000 in my bank account. No! Oh, it's not that word. word. It is not that word. That's what she yeah, posted no. on her Twitter a couple of weeks ago. Oh, and I'm like, wow. exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't it's understand factual. that it does not work like that. And so right. when people see someone go viral, they think, Oh, they went viral, so now they are gonna get like a thousand or whatever followers. No, or they're guessing like the person just woke up today and said one video and then went viral. That exactly that almost never happens. A lot of these people who do go viral, they are smarter than they may appear. They know they they know algorithms. They know know what they're doing because they know the trends and what's going on in the world and how to be relevant yeah their strategist you have to know that you You have have to be strategic you have to be a strategist you have to market yourself you really have to know how to present it in a way that people will care yeah Um, and they and they're doing that um but like you said i mean when people see all that, you know, sometimes people, that's all they're looking for. I'm not looking for, right. like, likes, tweets. do not pay my bills. Okay? Right, like, <laughs> right, right. These are the facts. I am not These looking for the I, you know, I would want something more tangible. I would want some money. And so, right. you know, and that's the problem is, you know, we just live in a way that some people get lost in all that. They get lost in the followers. They they get lost. You know, yeah, they that's yeah. all they care about. Yeah. Or they seek validation. You know, we saw the vote challenge. And you know, why are we seeking right. validation from a white institution? Institution that wasn't created about that. Let's talk about that. This wasn't created by us. So why do we care if we get a right. co- no cover or whatever right. the case may be? Why, why, why are we giving them our ideas? Like yeah. they have plenty of ideas for the next hundred years. That's Exactly what I was thinking. I was like, the "Oh, they're about to do years, all the." You know, the amount of years it'll take them to hire a black woman photographer for to shoot a cover. Again, yeah. That's a, that's how many you know ideas we gave them. Like for yeah, real, we yeah. gave them enough ideas for the next hundred years. Like we're yeah, right. that's actually facts. <laughs> when you say like that, it's like, oh. And they really will exploit it. Like those those fire. Like the angles, the 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 tone, it was great. It was great. And you guys just gave it all away for what? For likes, for retweets, for maybe getting your you know photo in one of the articles. Yeah, they're online. I mean, I mean, and the irony is, yeah, Vogue actually did a write up about it, and you know that's the irony of it all. Um, and then. You know, the next cover was Simone Biles' uh, cover that also had its own, you know. Mm, right. But the thing is, I mean, with all that, sometimes, I'm not, not going to lie, sometimes exposure is nice. You know, sometimes having mm. that placement, having that, like, shout out, mm. having that, you know, yeah. going viral can lead to opportunities. That does happen. Right. But it's not happening for everybody. It's not always mm. the case. Right. You can't put all your eggs in that basket. This is true. Uh, and so, like your so, aim cannot be to go viral. Like yeah, that's never. not a sustainable like thing. Mm-mm. It's not sustainable. Like you said, it won't pay your bills. Mm-mm. If a million people watch your videos, realistically, <laughs> is it paying your bills? Mm-mm. It's really not. But um, on the same line of just keeping um, inspired or motivated, what keeps you motivated when you say like you take yes. steps and it takes a, it takes time. So in that time, what has kept you motivated? Because it's been a long time coming. It's been a McDonald's. journey, right? Oh, right. To McDonald's, the Times Square. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. I mean, it's been a long time coming, and I also have a long way to go. Because you know, right. yeah. you're still here. You're right. still here. You're right. still doing it. Um, and so for me, I don't know. I think it's a lot of things. It's not just one singular thing. I mean, my mom is like my biggest inspiration. Oh, um, 
you know, I mean, they they came here with nothing. Nothing. We love that. It's true. So, we we know that story. You know, yeah. yeah. The least, the least. This is the, like I feel like the least I can do. I want to get to a point where you know I do get money incoming in that I could be like, okay, mom, I know you have like five more years till you retire, right. but guess what? You're good. That's the energy. That's the wave I'm on. Like, I want to make sure my family's good. I want to yes. make sure my friends you can are get good. them land. You can get them land. You know, every African get parent wants land. They want land. They want land. They want houses. You know, they Why always love land. Nick, you know, they, know. They, they, they may not say it, but they want it. So <laughs> they want land. Oh, they want land. They land. They land. They it's been a long time for them too they've been working <laughs> at it for years so that's honestly yeah. the game and I, I feel that entirely you know yeah. like that's my end goal like you know yeah. my children i want them to be good like i want to you know because yeah. we were never you know we black americans you know we were never fortunate to have that kind of generational wealth Right. Uh, that would you know make it easier for things like that and so for me right. i want to try and create that you know all of that is like a driving force also even just now you know i i recently you know with my work with black women photographers i have quite a few you know reach out to me and say you know Holly, thank you. Like, you know, it's just like mm. the kindest like notes ever that I've never received. Like, it's just, you know, for me, that's what it's all about. Like, seeing how it's like something so small as like, I'm, I mean, mm. I, like my COVID I really fun. That, you know, uh, the other day, one of the, you know, one of the photographers in the community, she sent me this tweet um, of this guy was like looking to donate a camera. I quickly like reached out because I remembered one of the photographers in the database needed a camera. And so mm. now he's shipping her a camera. Like, wow. wow. And she was just like, thank you deeply. Like that, like things like that. I mean, literally that just happened yesterday. Mm. Um, it's just like the things that like bring me joy, the like that keep me going kind of thing. Right, like, right. I mean, like, you know, not going to lie, all the news, everything that's happening to black mm. people out there. You know, that's been happening for a long time. It's so oh. encouraging. You know, often I, I'm up like until like 3 a.m. thinking about these things. Yeah. And so trying to like do that work, trying to have my full-time job, and right. also trying to support all these like women and non-binary photographers, it's hard, it really is. But you know, when I get one of those notes, when I get one of those thank yous, when someone yeah. tells me you were just hired from, for, the, for a brand campaign and they added an extra zero, like, that is what keeps me going, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, so right. those are the kind of things, the kind of wins, um, right. you know, that help me continue doing what I'm doing. Right. And also just knowing that I have personal ambition and goals that, you know, that I have yet yeah. to, you know, whatever, scratch off my list kind of right, thing. Right, right. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. That. No, that is, yeah, that is so real and beautiful and i think that it speaks to just your nature you know and who you are you know yeah, the, the yeah, woman behind does. the camera mm -hmm. you know and i think that it's important for people to really recognize that like it has to be bigger than them and i guess what would you yeah. you know what would you say to someone who is just starting you know i know you've given you know little gl like glimpses of right. hints, but i would just love to hear some like you know the top three things that you wish you knew when you were first starting out to remember because it's just you know it's something that it's a skill set that i'm sure you keep improving as you go you know you don't just right. get one day like you're the best photographer ever like you know with anything you keep learning you keep growing but yeah for the high schoolers and even younger the people that are listening right what what would you say the top three things that they can be doing right now in this that's creative COVID. In too. yeah and as creative you know yeah you know yeah. <laughs> you know the vibes. Yeah. <laughs> you know the vibes. You know the vibes. <laughs> no, um, ooh, okay, three things. Um, number one, first and foremost, you can't do the work if you're not okay. So make sure you take care of yourself. That um, is very real. Whatever it may be, yeah. you know, if it's if it's right. just carving out time, if it's drinking your water, minding your business, if it's saying no. <laughs> <laughs> boundaries. If it's, boundaries. You know, boundaries is so huge. If it's, you know, therapy, whatever it may be, take yeah. that whatever you need for yourself and you know, you know, make sure you're good. Something yeah. I'm still learning, but I've been better at it lately. Um 
Number two, you know, as you go into whatever newer heights, newer levels, to whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, you know, realize that not everyone's gonna come on the ride with you. Yeah. And be okay with Preach that. It. Like, Preach be okay it. with that. Like, you yeah. outgrow people and it's nothing yeah. personal. It's just, Mm-mm. for you, it's personal because for you, you personally have, you know, grown. You know, yeah. grown. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. But, like, for right. You know, you don't. There's no black blood or anything like that. It's just that no. for yourself. And it doesn't have to be. Yeah. There doesn't have to be. It's not always a falling out or things like that. So you know, you might just wake up and realize, oh, uh, you know, and like just whatever aha moment and be right. okay with that because mm-hmm. as you go into newer heights, mm-hmm. you also meet people in those heights or whatever the right. case may be, and like. Uh, and, and I, I've realized that more and more. It's like, man, you know, sometimes I do so much and whatever the case may be, and I've really tried. Then I realized, am I using all this energy? You know, like, you know, I'm trying to be more aware of my time and energy kind of thing and like who I give yeah. it out to, uh, yeah. to like protect myself in that right. way. So, uh, protect your you energy. Know, yeah, and so you know, you when you outgrow people, you outgrow people. You keep it right. moving, <laughs> right? And not everyone is going where you're trying to go. Not everyone exactly. can go, and no one, not everyone has the same kind of vision yeah. as you. So it's going to happen. It's you shed off the dead weight, honey. Like you literally. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, what animal is that one? That just sheds the dead. That's it's it. not, it's not a snake. Yeah, I think it's a snake. I mean, turtles. Okay. No, turtles keep their shell. No, right, it's snakes. It's a yeah. snake. It just sheds <laughs> off the dead weight. Yeah, and it's and like, it just Right. You know how Africans feel about snakes, but anyway. (laughs) We don't like that. That's not the animal. Yeah, wrong example. Wrong example. But yeah, vibe. That's pretty much the only thing I admire about them. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think that's one thing that I think sometimes gets lost in, you know, as we all trek through just our journeys, you know, career-wise, creatively. I think that we like to, you know how you know when drake was like no new friends like yes you need to kind of cultivate new spaces for yourself because without that you can't you know you won't get to that next pinnacle you You know exactly um and so yeah i would love to know like what is next for you polly where can what can people i know you said that you have an event wait 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 wait. i feel like you haven't given us number three i was gonna say do you want number three oh my god God. you see me i'm taking mental notes i'm learning number three has not come you didn't share number wow wow Y'all are funny. Yeah, number three. Okay, I should have thought of one. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> you were trying to sneak out. I'm seeing it. I caught that. She caught that one. Oh, see why I needed her. She's on the team. Get on yeah. the team. <laughs> no, no, no. For real. Number three, as y'all said earlier, as we've been talking, I mean, it's really just keep going. Like, be consistent. Right. You know, yeah. do that work, but do it consistently. And that's yeah. what people will notice. People will notice, yeah. you know, uh, eventually, whatever the case may be. And, you know, people yeah. have told me um, that, oh, I've been actually paying attention. Oh, I actually saw that. Oh, I actually know you from this. And I'm like, oh. Really, you know, I, I guess I'm surprised, but it's because you know, at the end of the day, I've been doing the work consistently, and people are For so long, yeah. Um, and so you know, with that, I think that's what it really matters. It's like whatever your lane is, just stick to it, or you know, pivot, or whatever the case may be. But yeah. just keep doing you and your whatever lane you may be, and just do it mm-hmm. well and consistently. And honestly, nice. it will fall into place. Like I know that sounds so cliche yeah. and everything like that. Right. right. Now, like you know, but now that I'm living it, I'm like, oh, all right, they're right. It's actually right. true, right? <laughs> I know those moments. You don't know those days. I like, I like those quotes. Those quotes we see on Instagram, like follow their footsteps. Follow when they happen dreams. in real life. You're yeah. like, wow. Like, oh, so it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter is actually onto something. You right. Know? right. <laughs> they so really are. True. And I agree with that point. I just think it's important also, um, like you mentioned, that 
to stay motivated by something, like have something that pushes you to keep going. You need to have, everybody needs to have their know, own why. You know, right, you, right, right. You know what your why is and your purpose for yourself and, you know, what your end goal that you want to call yeah, it that is, yeah. then then you'll be able to figure out the rest, honestly. Yeah, like yeah. You, you, if you're, figure if out you, the why. Mm. You have to figure out your why, otherwise you'll be wavering, otherwise whatever it may you're be. You're well, preaching to me so, right now, wow. I mean, wow. like, even what's going around, you know, what's happening in the news, like, all of that will, will yeah. easily bring you down if you don't have your oh wife, you don't know what you're, yeah. you know, what you're trying yeah. to do. Yeah, and completely. We're in a pandemic this where people are isolated and I'm not hanging out with friends. Exactly. And exactly. It's hard. Oh, but you know, I, mm. at the end of the day, I have my why. I have my community. I have, you know, yeah. a network that I can tap yeah. into for that support. Right. And I, I say right. all that to say, like, you know, especially in our com- culture, our community, mm-hmm. we don't talk about that enough. We don't yeah. talk about asking for help. We don't talk about this. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We yeah. never talk about we therapy. We talk about like, mental health. We just pray it away or whatever the case is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's very yeah. real. We can't pretend to be true. strong all the time. We can't yeah. just do that. So, you know, My you thing is, you can pray, that. but go to therapy too. <laughs> like, you can pray. Right. Yeah. Right. God created yeah. these therapies. Mm-hmm. So right. Why would we go take And I think, you know, and I would love to just hear more about how, you know, you've been able to just go through these times. I know working as, you know, working as a journalist, you're, you know, in the front lines, you're getting this news and you're seeing it day in and day out. You know, how you, how have you been able to maintain that equilibrium, you know, and like, you know, how else, like, has the internet community really supported you? Because I think it's beautiful, like, as being, as we've grown up with the internet, you know, like, I feel like we have a different relationship with it than our parents. Like, our our parents may look at it as, like, you know, it's just for work, whatever, but we are like, no, I need to log in because I need to see what happened. Like, who said what? Like, it's not the news as well. You have your Twitter friends that you meet in real life. Like, I know know a bunch of people that have met people that through Twitter and then, like, become friends in real life. And so, yeah. yeah. Actually wild. No, um, Honestly, for me, it's like, yes, I definitely have my Twitter friends, and hopefully, eventually, I'll be able to meet some of them in real life. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I, I think for me, it really is just, I know, I have my family, um, I have, you know, my close friends, I, I've been able to, you know, recognize when I need to take a step back. Mm. Um, whether it's taking time off of work, uh, we we get self care days. So whether it's taking a self care oh, day, wow. oh, that's that is wow. so essential. Wow, that is um, really really essential. You know, I think sometimes we're under the guise that like you know when you're working in the news, like you have to always know the news. And I'm glad that they oh, prioritize no. you. No, I mean, honestly, it's it's it, it's a lot, especially because my job is social media. So I'm constantly you know seeing things all the time. <laughs> Um, and so when I know when something like this happens, because unfortunately there's been, you know, multiple, uh, you know, <laughs> Shootings, yeah. so I know when there's a video, I know when to stop Twitter. I know because I don't want to see that video because people post those things on Twitter. Yeah. And, I know. And yeah. I, I don't want to see, I don't need to see a black person be killed to know what happened, you know, right. or, or shot or then, you know, seven times and out paralyzed. I don't need to see that. And so for right. like, you know, I literally just schedule with the, the schedule, schedule maker, uh, schedule platform I use for work. And then I, you know, I check it like once or twice to retweet right. our guests on the show because I work for a, a program um, within like the, the network that's heard on NPR. Right. And so, you know, I do that and I schedule the tweets, retweet a guest or two, and then I stay mm. off of it because I don't need to see it. Right. Um, and I already know like from, you know, previous instances that, probably going to be on Twitter. There's probably going to be a lot of commentary that I really mm. want to see and I don't need to see because I know I get the gist. I know what happened. Um, yeah. and right. so, you protect your own energy. You protect Yeah, I'm, this is my way to, you know, to protect myself because I already know right. what's going to happen. Unfortunately, yeah. like, I know the cycle and I know cable TV like the CNN, main, you know, mainstream media well, mm. hear it. I know they will. And so I also don't turn that on. So. Right. Uh, uh. 
because so, they honestly make everyone worry like honestly they right make like, <laughs> you know like i i know like i know for the first couple of days so i'll replay that video or replay parts of the video to get their points across and it's like i don't need to see that to get mm-hmm. my point across um so those are like the different ways like you know i just recognize when i need to pull back um and i, I recognize that whatever is on twitter it will still be there whenever i get back right <laughs> right that is fact whatever's on instagram whatever's on exactly. Twitter, on social media it's not going anywhere, it's not going anywhere. It's the work will always be there it's right you know, you know, and I think, you know, it's interesting because like, especially in your role and like one thing that you have always like oriented yourself around is like the joy of being black and like the right. representing us in like a way that really just amplifies our voices. And so I would love to know, like from your perspective, like, you know, how that, how you view that as activism. Cause you know, sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like there's this like idea that there's only one way to be an activist. And like, I saw this thing on Twitter. Where or do you like, refer to yourself as an activist? You know, or yeah, do you yeah. even view your work your as work activism? As activism. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know, cause I know that it's such a heavy word and I know right. that there's people who like, you know, look to the revolutionaries and people who right. literally right. like, I'm about to die for this. <laughs> yeah. as, like the activists and like whatever anyone else is doing is like not activism and so yeah I would just love to you know hear because I know that there's so much going on and there's so much around and I think sometimes there's like this policing of even how black people are supposed to act and you know react to certain Mm -hmm. things and like you said you don't need to see you know violence against another black body to understand what happened so yeah what does activism mean to you and what do you uh, define it as? Man, I mean, it's so hard. Like, for me, it's a lot of different things because mm-hmm. I think a lot can be true. And so, mm-hmm. like you said, it goes to back to what you're saying. It's like, who am I? Like, I'm not here. I can't police. I'm not here to police how the family responds because, you know, yeah. right. like, you know, like uh, in other families, this family is, you know, not apologizing or you know they're not saying i'm gonna give the person a hug kind of thing right, right. oh yeah we remember that it's not doing that for now but it is and then again it's who is it you know for me to say what they can or cannot do right in my place. i i'm not gonna police how they're feeling um i'm gonna you know take their lead you know or whatever the case may be um and so for me honestly like Sure. I mean, so, somebody may see this as like a form of activism. I mean, there's right. several different quotes out there, and you know, uh, notable figures have said, you know, mm-hmm. joy is an act of, you know, yeah, resistance. Yeah. Um, right. Right. You know, me just showing up and or taking, empowering black you know, women. Yeah. You know, yeah. and taking space in this white industry may be mm-hmm. a form of activism to some, but for me, it's like. I'm just being me. Like, I'm just, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I, I try to stay away from too many uh, labels. And then, like you said, it's tricky because of my work. Because, you know, journalists have to be objective. Or, right. Right. Yeah, you keep the bias. And for me, it's, you know, I'm, this is who I am. I, I am black every single day right. before I'm a journalist. I mean, when I go out in the streets or whatever the case may be, a a police officer won't know I, I no. interned at NPR, I worked here or there, I did this or that. Like, right. oh, that they go see my skit. And so, right. at the that's end the day, mm-hmm. you know, that's the first thing. And, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, how people treat me is also based off of that and other things. And so, mm. for me, it's like, it's just me, honestly, I, there's no other way for me to, I mean, probably I could say this a lot better, but it's really just honestly me to see me, like, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm no longer gonna like shy away from how I feel because too right. long I felt like I've been policing my own thoughts, policing yeah. my own voice, and yeah. I was like, you know, for different things. Uh, and so now I'm like, <laughs> I'm no longer gonna do that. I'm gonna remind people, you know, just things I have been quietly saying, I'm saying much louder. Right. Um, but, uh, now that I have a little mic on, I'm also sharing my <laughs> mic and you know amplifying it and giving right. a microphone, you know, to you know whether they see themselves as activists or not. You know, I'm not yeah. here to say that I can't define it or you know for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for myself, I'm really just 
doing something that I wholeheartedly believe, like, this is, like, DNA kind of thing. Like, this is just, like, uh, everyday yeah. life. Like, you know, whether yeah. or not this is in the headlines, <laughs> this is what I'll be doing. This is what I have right. been so, it's like your purpose in a sense. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, I, I really can't say it's extra because of this. I think it's, mm -hmm. you know, this kind of stuff does feel you as a person. Um, it ignites something. Um, it, it's something deeper than I can't even explain. And like, and so for me, um, I, I don't know. I just try to go back to what we were saying about your why. I just try to remember that and not, you know, I guess forget that in a way, lose that sense because if we do, then everything else just becomes mm -hmm. much harder. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. True. Yeah, no, it's real. And so real. just you being you, you know, you being you. And like, mm -hmm. I think that's something that I definitely always need that reminder. Right. You know? And I think like, a lot of people always yeah. want to like, define things with words and sometimes honestly <laughs> like people love to put definitions on it so like what do you do like let's have hey, what are we i mean the first thing i mean the first thing you know when you get to know someone or whatever or when we're, or when we're at these like social things or whatever yeah. they say what's your name what do you do right. and then you say all these things and all these labels and i'm like you know what it's, it's a lot, lot. It's For me, it's like, you know, people have different, you know, agendas with saying this or that. I mean, <laughs> you know, Sean King probably calls himself an activist and look what he does. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to be affiliated with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just like, and some right. people have to take it seriously. Like, I I'm know. She tweeted a photo where uh, she looked up like on Google or, or whatever, like Black Lives Matter founder, and his name popped up. I'm like, it's oh, like, wow. That is wild. On Wikipedia. And I'm like, because you know what? Yeah, that, is so, that is so insulting to the actual activist. That is so insulting. Don't it's so, scam. Don't oh, you know. <laughs> If he could call himself an activist, who, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like who is it? Like, something needs to get watered down or really take away from the actual people who have actually doing the work, who yeah. actually right. 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 who actually die from this. You know, let's yes. not forget that. A lot of people in this fight for currently for social justice, like from Ferguson protests, right. they've now died, you know? Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know? And so for me, it's like, uh, I, I really try not to like try to take away from you know and make sure it's I don't think it's about me because it's not mm -hmm. about me. And so, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. I honestly love that. I love that you are just doing the work you. that you see fit. Right, everything that you're doing, you as Echo mm -hmm. said, it perfectly. You're just doing you, and I love that, yeah. Polly. We really love that over here. Yeah. But um. What would you like to uh, leave with the Afrolip fam? Yeah. Um, what, what's coming? What's to come going forward? What, what should we keep our eyes open for? Yeah, you uh, know. You know, give us like your give us little... give us snippets. Yes, we want to know. <laughs> give us the the hidden gem. You know the about. right. What's about? <laughs> What's about so to pop up on our timeline? Right, right. Ah, uh, sister. Where should we find you? I'm trying to be like Queen B and just drop it when it, you know. I know, I know right? <laughs> That's you my energy. That That's really my energy. You could I'm do like, that too. I'm with you, Polly. We have to get it. Boom. So, I love the element. No. No, I'm cooking up. I, 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 I'm trying to cook some things, uh, you know, waiting for the pen to dry, kind of thing. And, right, and, right, uh, right. Uh, but I, I am trying to, you know, I'm trying to get some things moving. Them, some things are in motion. Um, mm -hmm. If you follow me on the, in these internet streets, should. where should we follow you? Give it to us. I'm ready. Yeah, give us all the handles. You will see. You will see. So, uh, my name is Polly. So, P O L L Y. Last name is Irungu. So, as my first and last name together, Polly Irungu. So, P O L L Y. Mm -hmm. I R U N G U. Um, yes. 
on all the platforms really like literally i even like signed up for tiktok i'm never gonna use it but yes right tiktok is lit i won't even lie like you know i almost they they like, have you seen photographer TikTok? Yeah, yeah it's lit. Yes. Yes. I know. Bad. It's I'm actually recording. cool. It's I'm cool. Recording. Yeah, don't see from TikTok. You know, okay. you might just listen. Might follow just. her on TikTok after the fam, and we so, might right. Right, exactly. We'll just start requesting. Like, right. hey, <laughs> oh heard about God. you. Want to see all the hype? <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Yes. No, Polly. This, no, this has is been good. amazing. Right. This is good, and it's been real. It's been real. It's been real. We kept it very, very real. And yeah, I'm excited to just, you know, of course, repping our. Kenya 254. Oh, oh, no. oh, oh, yeah, oh, 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 Right. Thank you. Right. We're excited <laughs> to see the journey that is. Yeah. Remember? So yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you. Too. Yes. And thank you so much for tuning in on this right. n- other episode of Afrolit. I have been your host, Echo PM. And I have been your host, Lantia. And until next time. Till next time. Bye. Bye.